The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Welcome. So glad you could be with us. Um, I've got Lee Hubert here today. Lee, yes, well, sir. Lee and I just finished lunch on the back porch because, you know, Tuesdays with Jeff and Lee are always beautiful days. I'm telling you what, Tuesday afternoon, and it's going to be pushing 80 degrees. Here I today. know, man. I, you know, that book, Tuesdays with Maury, you know, if you want good weather, come to Virginia on Pick Tuesdays up. with Lee and Jeff. I'm telling you, hang out. It's all good. <clears throat> it's great. Hey, welcome. This is uh, Voltcast, Illuminating Leadership. So glad you could be with us each and every week. No, many of you listen to us live, but then others listen throughout the course of the week. Mm-hmm. We appreciate all the notes and ideas that we get for the show. Uh, so let's tell you how to contact us uh, right at the beginning here. Um, you can reach us uh, during the show at one 472 5788 You can email me at jeff at voltageleadership.com. I try to take a look at those during the break. So please, uh, if you want to email in, we'll, we'll take your uh, question here. Our website is voltageleadership.com. You can like us on Facebook at Voltage Leadership. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Jeff Smith Voltage Leadership Consulting or Lee Hubert at Voltage Leadership Consulting. And you can follow me on Twitter at JMU Jeff. And Lee, you know, it is just great to have you back. So we're lucky to have Lee. I mean, he is a sought after speaker. He's been traveling here, there, and everywhere. Yes, sir. Giving speeches and <clears throat> facilitating change with uh, groups. You know, and just really, you know, uh, glad that you uh, are off the road for a day or two to, to come in for the Thanks. show. I, I appreciate that. I was just in Richmond speaking to the Virginia Long-Term Care Conference. It was all good. It was great, great audience. We had a pretty deep dive into the content. And um, some of those things we're going to share a little bit about today, so it's fresh and top of mind. Well, I love it. So uh, today is going to be, how's your attitude indicator? We're, we're going to be building off of uh, the instrument on the plane and uh, all about attitudes. You know, uh, if I'd been uh, really on top of it, I would have gotten uh, Kevin, who's our sound sound engineer extraordinaire. I would have gotten him to bring us in today with uh, little Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> a little change his attitude, change the attitude. So maybe, maybe a break. We'll, oh, we'll have nice. That. I like it. Yes. So, um, you know, I think this is a great time to have this topic too. It's kind of it's spring, you know. We we've kind of maybe gotten away from our um, New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and all that. It's it's a time to sort of say, huh, you know, let me just kind of check where I am. Right. Exactly. You, you come know? come through Q1, pretty intense time. Get yep. your year off the ground. Uh, things are happening. Everybody's running and gunning busy. Right about now, you know, April something. People kind of catch their breath a little bit. You know, it's like okay. Um, let's have an attitude check. Okay? Yeah. Let's check the attitude. So to your point, I mean, for all you pilots out there, you know this. For all you folks that don't or aren't pilots, so, you know, here's the analogy. You're looking at the instrument board. You are the pilot. You are uh, determining your course. Mm. And you have instrumentation. 
Now, sometimes the instrumentation is before a particular pilot, um, but they don't see it or they can't hear it. And one of those indicators is an attitude indicator. Tell you, and sometimes you think, okay, do I have an attitude indicator installed and working? Mm-hmm. Uh, does it need to be installed? And we're going to touch on some of those things. It's it's very important so the the uh, pilot can keep the wings of the plane level, uh, and it, and it needs to be constantly checked. So not to freak anybody out, but you pilots already know this. If you're on autopilot and you get stuck in this rut, in this road, you know, uh, autopilot kind of mindset, everything's the same. There's no variation. You can actually be in what they call the spiral of death. No! The spiral of death. <laughs> so you don't want the graveyard spiral. And the analogy is you, have, you it requires you to check your attitude. Mm, I like it. <clears throat> I, I, you know, an analogy, I'm try, not trying to introduce too many analogies, but I call this the zombie zone sometimes, too. Yeah. You know, you kind of, you walk... Each week, week in and week out, and Lee is not like this, but, you know, I know you have people in your workplace, it's like, they come back in on Monday, and it's like, oh, happy Monday, and they're like, oh, yeah, yes. whatever, you know, and, and then there's like, hump Wednesday, they're just so excited, oh, yes. halfway through the week, and finally, it's like, fantastic Friday, yes. thank God, it's Friday, and... Yes. It's like, wait a second, each day could be awesome yeah, and if fantastic. Happy, if you're happy and you know it, tell your face, okay? Yeah, and and so this is really saying, look, a lot about attitude and chartering your course here is you taking control again mm-hmm. and not just giving that up to your workplace, your boss, your your circumstances, absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know, as we start to talk about this, you know, I, I'm really curious about you know, Lee, why do you think this is so important? Why, why make it a, a topic of, a, you know, our uh, radio show? Today? Well, a couple of things. Um, uh, you'll, uh, you'll have the attitude of people that are going to be customer-facing, client-facing. And as you know from years in healthcare and, and other businesses, that rubs off on people. Sure. Um, one of my favorite quotes is the Chuck Swindoll quote. You know, most people have heard this, and an excerpt from it is, you know, the longer I live, uh, I just realized the impact of attitude. Attitude has on me. It's far more important than anything else. Um, it can. It's more important than money, than education, than status, than just about anything. And it can make a family, a mm. church, and get this. Yes, a company or a team. So, if the person setting the agenda, the person guarding the attitude, the person instilling the attitude has a bad attitude or isn't aware of the attitude of the people on the team that are doing the work, ooh, that's a bad situation. There's a lot of work to do there. Mm-hmm. And earlier today, Diane Wynn, who you know is, our, for you, for you all you know who don't know, Diane is our newest member at Voltage Leadership. She's our, our admin office manager. She knew I was speaking in Richmond and asked me this morning, are you going to mention your marvelous Monday? So I thought, sure, I'll do that. Because to your point, Jeff, here's what it is. You get there on Monday. How are you doing? I'm here. Oh, okay. That's thrilling. That's exciting. Check your attitude. It's Tuesday. How you doing? Well, it's one day closer to Friday, right? Okay. It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's hump day. And finally, you get to the point where it's like, look, are you aware that? Okay. And uh, I'll tell people, oh, how are you doing? It's Monday. I'm having a marvelous Monday. I hope you are. Mm. And then you're blocking it. It's a it's a form of stopping di- people from dishing the dirt. It's, uh, you know, now I'm, uh, okay, I guess I have to have a marvelous Monday now because you're forcing me to. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I'll go back to this Chuck Swindell. You know, attitude can make or break a company, an organization, a church, or even a family. And so 
what I'd want you to understand about uh, what we're talking about here is, um, and you know, it's our third analogy, and we're only uh, yeah. eight, eight <laughs> in the show, seven minutes in the show. But that's very analogous. That's right. Yeah, exactly. But I, I look at also like you're out on a boat, and what's the wake you're leaving behind you? Oh yes, right. And so for leaders, just understand that we're always being watched. And so the attitude that we're bringing into the workplace, that we're bringing into the team meeting, et cetera, has a real ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I start to describe this of like, you know, you may not meant to have said something bad about your boss or about a decision that's being made, mm-hmm. but just that attitude that you are casting out there means that the people that are working for you and on your team and, and even peers, that's having that ripple effect. And so we've got to constantly sort of be understanding what it is uh, about our attitude. <clears throat> I, I want to share um, an example now. I'll kick it back over to you, Lee. Okay. Um, this was about two or three months ago. Uh, this was an internal voltage. We were going to do about a, uh, three hours worth of strategic planning and updates. Mm-hmm. And I walked out of a discussion that it didn't have anything to do with uh, our team. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just one of those... It was a tough discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was frustrated with the discussion. Mm-hmm. So I come in to facilitate our staff meeting, and I was still in that last meeting. Mm-hmm. And about eight, nine minutes in, I could just see that I was snarky. You know, I was just kind of... <laughs> Which is real out of character for you. Yeah, right. for, you, for you to even admit that you're snarky. Right. But, you know, I, we'd sort of done this opening round, and I was just annoyed. And it was just like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah, I recall. Yeah, and I, you could just see it on everyone else. You know, I could see you guys shutting down yeah. and, and the tone... And I'm like, oh, crap. You know, you got a problem with this? Yeah. What's your problem, guys? Yeah. And it was one of those, look, part of what I want you to understand is that sometimes you think that we are perfect. We're not. What we're trying to do is <laughs> help you recognize it a little quicker. And yeah. so what I did was I just called time out and said, yeah. you know what? This has nothing to do with you guys. Let's take mm-hmm. a two-minute break. Let mm-hmm. me go, you know, get a drink of water here. And then I came back in and we reset about 15 minutes in the meeting. Mm-hmm. We reset so that we could have a good two hours left. Mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't set us off that way. Sure. But I recognized the wake. I could just see it in you guys. Mm-hmm. And it had not, what was happening had nothing to do with you guys. It mm-hmm. had everything to do with that last call. And so part of this attitude is just understanding the wake that we're leaving behind mm. and to just start to be aware of it and to recognize it and just be more intentional about it. I'm loving that. That is a perfect segue into the, some of the things we're going to be talking about. No, it's really? a, it's, well, it's the context of your wake. And we, you know, I use the analogy and another analogy. We, I use the, Hey, we're up to 17. Right? We got 17,000 analogies. <laughs> we it's a very analogous about boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, as we get into, as today's discussion unfolds, we're going to talk about some of the questions that need to be answered and then get into the practical tips and takeaways, that kind of things is, you know, typically what we do. But first thing that comes to mind is boundaries. What you just said, there are times where people will come into a room and their attitude may be suffering for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And there are people around your table for whatever reason whose boundaries are very close to their chest that are going to assume responsibility for that attitude. And in truth, in fact, point of fact, has nothing to do with them. Right. But they're going to accept ownership. And then before you know it, you've got somebody down the street with this story in their head that has nothing to do with reality. Right. And then, oh my goodness, where did that come from? And it's usually the cleanup is from that is like, you know, exponentially larger. So it's like, don't even go there. Right. Um, reverse is also true. You get some people that, you know, probably should be taking a little bit more ownership. <laughs> They're a little bit more aloof. But that's the point. It's like, you know, uh, where are the boundaries? And understand we have these things called people and human beings and leaders and people on teams all overlap in some place. Mm-hmm. It's good. You know, I think... Uh, 
before we'll do a deep dive, because we're coming up towards a break, mm-hmm. uh, there's some questions I want to really dive into after the break. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I would say, <clears throat> I was talking about this with a, a healthcare CEO just recently, and he was at a healthcare system that, quite honestly, their infrastructure was not very good. Mm-hmm. Like, it was old, it was in an inner city, it was not great, and his mother-in-law was there. And, you know, this is not his health system. Mm-hmm. So when his first when we first got there, he's like, I don't know about mm-hmm. this, and mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. well, he came back because his his he's got some newer buildings, he's got an older building, but he's got some newer buildings. What changed for him though was he saw the quality of the nurse that's 23, 24 years old, mm-hmm. so relatively new, mm-hmm. that every time looked the patient, looked his mother-in-law in the eye, looked mm-hmm. him in the eye. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else I can help you with? What else can I make do to help you make your day special? We know this is a challenging time for you. What can I do for you? Mm-hmm. And he walked away like, oh, my gosh. With a new attitude. Right. You know, there he saw mold growing. Cue you know. the pointer systems. All right. <laughs> yeah. And so he came away like, holy cow. You know, yeah. and one of his folks under him is complaining about, you know, the the building space. And that's keeping them from better patient satisfaction. Yes. And he goes, ha, let me tell you about this story. Yes. But he saw this all over, you know, because he ended up interacting with four or five nurses over three days, mm-hmm. and he just saw it consistently. So what I'd say is some of you that are like, uh, you should see our building, or you should see the type of customers I deal with, or you should see the constraints that are put on me. Mm-hmm. This health system had all that, mm-hmm. and they still had employees, though, that understood their mission mm-hmm. and walked around with this fantastic attitude, and that was going to lead to great patient experience. Well, I'll tell you what, wait till you get to all the things that uh, when they measure their measures, metrics, patient satisfaction, mm-hmm. all those things that make their business go, How? what price would you put on that? Uh, yeah, it's wonderful. Like, you know, how great, uh, great a story. So let's do this. Um, I've got Lee Hubert. He will be with us all day today. Um, we're going to be talking about attitude. When we mm-hmm. come back from break, we'll start to dive down to some questions that you can be asking yourself uh, as well as your team to say, am I on the right flight path mm-hmm. for my attitude? Mm-hmm. So when we come back from break, we'll pick up with that. We'll see you in two. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America Business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. 
The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now, back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. I am here today with Lee Huber. Yes, Lee sir. is, uh, as many of you know, works with us at Voltage and is often out speaking or working with our clients and helping them to be more successful in their adventures. Um, one note, uh, we, we don't say this much on the show, but um, often what we're trying to do is we'll have the show and then we'll do a blog in the next couple weeks mm-hmm. that has to do with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not currently receiving our blog, uh, shoot us an email at jeff at voltageleadership.com mm-hmm. or... Uh, go out to our website, VoltageLeadership.com, and you can find our blogs there, and you can subscribe to it. Absolutely. But Lee's got this one, How's Your Attitude Indicator? It, a lot of these key questions that we're getting ready to go out will be in the blog. And uh, like we had Jennifer on the show last week, she also has a two-part blog coming out from the show. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you uh, again, you know, I know many of you are driving or listening to us while you're running or a walk. You might not have mm-hmm. your ability to take the notes. If you join our blog list, again, it's at VoltageLeadership.com, then you can get on the blog list. So, you know, I don't normally talk about that, and but we're both oh, looking at point. That's a looking, great point. looking at Lee's blog here and know that the questions we're getting ready to go through are brilliant, but you may not have time to write them all down as we go through them. So just know that a blog will be coming out in a few weeks with right. this as well. Right. Well, I'll add on to that. If you go to VoltageLeadership.com, you're going to see, A, all of the archives of these radio shows, mm-hmm. and B, the content a lot of times in blog that lines up with them, including what you were just talking about. So at the bottom of the blog, I try to include the link to the specific show. So you got the whole thing right under your nose. Wow, that is just uh, brilliant. So let's very handy. Yeah, so let's continue this uh, changes in latitude, changes in attitude uh, show that we've got going on today. You know, <clears throat> Lee, you've got some of these uh, great questions here that I'm just looking at. You know, that will help us on our our uh, personal and professional flight path, not just ours, but mm-hmm. our, our team. You know, you want to run through a few of these key questions. Absolutely. For us? Well, you know, here's let me let me start with the HR door. Sometimes. People, mm. co- people come to Wait, eight. Wait, not, not, not. Okay, here. Thank you. I'm busy. <laughs> Go away. Go away. This is HR. <laughs> come back Friday at 3 o'clock. I'll send you an invite. You better be there. <gasps> Should I bring a box? No, just kidding. <laughs> this is from two former HR executives, yeah, so that, that's a little bit of an inside joke. Please, yeah, we're, not, we're not picking on HR. Yeah, exactly. So when you look at this, you think, okay, our door, our door, our, our phone rings, and it's right, or the, somebody comes to our door and they say, okay, I got somebody on my team that's challenging. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, they're difficult. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, they have <clears throat> a bad attitude. Mm, okay, well, what does that mean? Can you be more specific? I mean, are you talking about performance? You're talking about EQ, IQ, all this kind of stuff, right? So one of the things I wanted to ask, and to your point, these questions are, you know, are we aware of what our attitude indicators really are? Sometimes people have blind spots. Can you believe it? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it just it just goes with the territory. And when I bump into one of my blind spots, it's like, it is such a revelation. It's like intellectually, you'll know it. Mm. But other times, attitudinally, sometimes your default when you're going through the flight path of your day, your busy day, going from destination point A to point B, not so sure. So you're going to get feedback from people in your environment. So here's some of the other questions. Have you checked your attitude indicator recently? 
Um, do you check it and are you monitoring it periodically? Now that sounds like it's obvious, but I'm not so sure it is to a lot of people because if that was the case, we'd have wonderful attitudes walking around habitually, right? Um, another question is how are our attitude indicators kept from drifting, mm. meaning that you have to do a certain amount of instrument uh, maintenance. You have to do calibration. Like a lot of highly sensitive instruments, your attitude indicator can slip out of calibration and, ooh, you can be off course and, ooh, you can be in the spiral of death and not even know it if you're on autopilot. Um, another question is, are you on autopilot? And if so, are you there continuously? Meaning that, are you in Jeff's zombie zone? And if you are, wow, why is that? Tell me tell me about why you're there and what does that feel like? Um, so there's a whole bunch of other questions to, uh, to ask, but those are the ones we wanted to tee up for the time being. Yeah, you know, I'm going back to this one. Have you checked your attitude indicator recently? Are you monitoring um, your attitude indicator periodically? You know, I, I would say that there are some folks that just are around you day in and day out that can help so much. You mm-hmm. know, and so in my case, you know, I don't know about Jane for you, but Beth is a great one for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so there'll just be this, uh, <laughs> uh, and she knows this about me. Uh, uh, we've mentioned it in the past, but I pretty much run every day that I can. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like I was traveling all day and with a flight, couldn't do it. But mm-hmm. six days out of seven. And if it's a weekend and, you know, I haven't gotten the run in and mm-hmm. I'm just wound a little too tight, Beth will just give me that little feedback of like, have you gone for your run yet? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I would say, uh, A, you know, we've been married 20, almost 21 years there, you know, she has every right to say that. But sure. that's a shortcut to sort of saying, hey, you're being a little snippy with the kids or you're just a little uptight about it. Or, you know, she'll, uh, not just her, but others will say something like, you know, what you're worrying about, does that matter in a year? Mm-hmm. You know, so just those, Interesting. given that power to somebody else, you know, so uh, for leaders, you know, who's that trusted person on your team? Who can be that person that can just say, Interesting. hey, check me. You know, like I can sometimes get on autopilot, you know, the weeks are kind of just flowing by yes. and you mm-hmm. get busy. Hey, what are you hearing out there? You know, what, what's that? Where, where are you? Lee and I, this third time we worked together, yes. Lee was often that kind of person for me. Like, Lee, what's, what are you hearing out there? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what could I be doing a little differently? What's mm-hmm. what's something that I'm well off track? Hey, I know that not everyone liked, at one point, Lee was on a team of about 17 or 18 people. And, um, you know, I, I was a change agent and really pushing the organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know, go to Lee and just say, hey, I know that probably some people didn't respond real well. Mm-hmm. What's the general sort of attitude of the team around mm-hmm. this change, though? Mm-hmm. You know, so Lee was often my attitude indicator for the team interesting it's like what's the word on the street and yes you know barring installing that uh, attitude indicator in your forehead backwards so people can read it right when they look at you or you can look at it in the mirror and say Mm -hmm. why am i wings level am i flying right is my nose up is my attitude correct is my attitude a problem right here you mentioned a key word and that's trust there's Mm -hmm. a you know a trusted person and we'll talk a little bit this more later on in the show i think too but there's you know, things that happen to do with trust and distrust. And, you know, sometimes teams get cranked up and there's, you know, stress. It can be stressful and sometimes people react. And But there's positive stress, you know, for people who are, uh, are being motivated to accomplish a goal. And then there's distress 
which is some of this other stuff that's going on has to do with with attitude. Mm. So let me ask the question rhetorically, how many bad attitudes on a team of 17 or 20 or however many it is, does it take to poison the well? One. Yeah, one. And there are times I was speaking in Richmond, I'll be speaking in Atlantic City over the summertime, we're going to talk about some of these very things. Mm -hmm. I just spent X number of dollars to onboard somebody. So, you know, in your mind's eye, get out your checkbook now, right? How much is it costing you to bring this person on board? You work real hard, find them, tell them, sell them, ramp them, onboard them. And guess what? I'm turning them loose onto the team with all 100% positive attitudes, mm-hmm. right? Well, it only takes one. And then that word on the street that you're just alluding to, that changes. And then here's the question. Okay, well, what's it really like here? I know what the leader's doing. I know what they're saying. Is that just corporate happy talk? What's the real skinny here? Mm. And I tell you, there are people, we're going to get into a talk about schadenfreude in just a second, which is the German word for dishing the dirt. People, uh, birds of a feather, you know, liking to engage in that non-productive, gossipy kind of stuff. Um, That has to do with attitude. Mm -hmm. Um, Some time ago, we were talking about the drama triangle and people being persecuted or victims and that kind of thing. It affects their attitude. Mm -hmm. If I think I'm victimized somehow, now I change that perspective because it's a marvelous Monday, right? So let me get this right. You're working for this organization. You're working full time. Wow, you're getting health care benefits. Big deal nowadays. And let's see, you aspire to do what? Oh, we have tuition benefits and we have these other things. We're setting your 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 feet on a really good career path here. Now, what? Tell me what you're, what you're unhappy about again, because let me tell you, there's a lot of people that love to be in your shoes. Sure. Yeah, you know, I'm just pondering too that um, it's hard to be the leader, right? Um, I, I My first coaching call this morning was with a person and they've had a couple critical exits from this organization mm-hmm. and... Um, She's very worried because what's happened is it's because of a conflict between two leaders mm-hmm. and their attitude towards each other is just bleeding down. Mm-hmm. And so they're losing key IT resources. Mm-hmm. And it's now happening that people are naming that. You know, so they're seeking in, other in jobs. exit interviews are naming it? Well, <clears throat> yes, they have actually said this is the cause. Oh. Oh. This stress has led me to look and when I found that, you know, the grass is greener and the other side, whether it is or not, we don't know. Holy cow. But they but it's because of this attitude that's sort of spilling out of, hey, we're gonna we're gonna instead of seeing the best in each other, we really are like, you know, in that dreaded drama triangle and mm-hmm. the gossip and, and all that. And so I, I think for us to start to understand it's um, do we, I'm going back to that, do we have a trusted advisor mm-hmm. on our team, mm-hmm. in our organization, that can sort of level set us and saying, hey, you know, something going on here? Mm-hmm. You know, um, certainly I, I know for myself, I'm in the midst of a, a three-week stretch of a lot of travel. Mm-hmm. You know, I am. I try to stop by the office, say hi, see folks and all that, but I know that it's like, okay, what do we need? And let's get it done. Mm-hmm. But I know that come May, you know, probably need to take the team out to lunch. Let's go get away. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be that it's permanently that way. Mm-hmm. You can recognize, but you can name it. Say, look, a lot of travel, a little stressed right now, mm-hmm. and get out in front of it a little bit. Yes. But it also is helpful if you got someone on your team just saying, hey, Jeff, I'm noticing this about you. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to trust? And 
don't forget this, you can't shoot the messenger. Yeah. Because then no one's going to message again. So when we say, Jeff, you're running a little high RPM today there, uh, Jeff? And then the answer is, oh, well, I guess I am. Yes, I am. Or I'm a moving target. Or a moving target. <laughs> well, let me think of something. I'm going to add on to this. You know, we uh, leaders have a relationship uh, and they have a responsibility to preserve that relationship because yeah. they're working through people to make things happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll do talent assessments. We talked about this in Richmond and elsewhere, right? We ask what we call the 10 questions. So, and you and I have done this behind the, the closed door with executives here in Virginia mm-hmm. and other places. First question is, on a scale of 10, your mind's eye, okay, slash 10, what are they technically? They're good at their job. They have the technical expertise to do their job. Usually hear like an eight or something like that. Second uh, 10 is where are they attitudinally, mm-hmm. meaning people skills, EQ. What's that number? And a lot of times you see the face wince. They go, ooh, well, let's talk about that. Well, okay, give me a number. Well, do you mean at home? I mean, just give me a number. Right. So they usually get like a four. So if we average those two numbers together, and if we hear less than seven, the voltage question is, well, how long have you been willing or are you willing to tolerate mediocrity? And in some cases, a long time. That's why my favorite question, you know, how long are you willing to accept mediocrity? Uh, you know, and one of the uh, 10 to write on that, and then we'll be head to a break here, uh, is um, we often promote the 10 or the 8 on technical. This leadership skill is only a 5. Yeah. You know, and so part of that then leads to their attitude being the 4 or 5 because they feel overwhelmed and they can't handle it. So I'd really make sure you question who are you promoting? So when we come back from break, we're going to start to uh, dig down a little bit more, some tips and tools for you. And uh, we'll be back in two minutes to continue our conversation about attitude. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. All around the outermost rim of the shield, he set the mighty stream of the river Oceanus, creating Achilles' shield in Homer's The Iliad, Book 18. Rachel Carson in The Sea Around Us said, All at last, return to the sea. To Oceanus, the ocean river, like the ever-flowing stream of time, the beginning and the end. Moyer's Environmental Dialogues with Dr. Rob Moyer offers lively dialogue and revealing narrative inquiry into how individuals are overcoming obstacles and creating a greener and blue planet Earth. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. 
Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1 866 472 5788. Again, that's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at voltageleadership.com. Now back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back. This is Jeff Smith here with Lee Hubert today. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we've been talking about attitude and we're going to uh, sort of wrap up something in the last section and then give you some practical tips and tools to dive in. So, Lee, I think there's some one more thing you want to cover from our yeah, last when section. You, when you think about the tens, the, the 10-10 question, technical and then, uh, you know, EQ people skills, you were talking about these two executives just a moment ago mm-hmm. and there was a conflict, okay? So you may be great technically at what you do. I made this point in Richmond to some of the healthcare folks, uh, just, you know, the other day, you get to the tipping point at what point where it doesn't matter how good you are technically, because nobody can stand to work with you, right? So you're not leading people, you are that one poisonous attitude on the team that's actually counterproductive and costing us money. Because I'm, I'm telling people, hey, if I got a deal for you, you want to be on our team, you want to come to work for this company. And like, as you know, from the, I think things like the Gallup survey, people start to quit the manager first, right? So I'll look at that and go, Ooh, you have a cultural fiduciary responsibility not to do that, not to be attitudinally challenged. Yeah, uh, great point. And <clears throat> we'll wrap up that part on, you know, sometimes you go to HR and um, people think that you can't fire somebody on attitude. <laughs> right. And that's just not true. You know, you have a problem with that? Yeah, exactly. It, it might be easier to let somebody go based off strictly performance. And mm-hmm. if they haven't been here a certain number of days or mm-hmm. they or they in sales, they miss by, you know, two mm-hmm. straight quarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are tangibly easier to measure. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's not make a mistake. Attitude's about the behaviors you're demonstrating in the workplace. Mm-hmm. And so you're not technically firing on attitude. You're you're firing somebody or letting them go off of the behaviors they're demonstrating in the workplace. Absolutely. And so absolutely, this is a conversation that you can have with your human resources or if you lack HR, then with your uh, your leader or yourself. And so let's not, let's not lose track that, yeah, you know, if you set the expectation, this is the type of behaviors that we're expecting here and someone doesn't abide by that and it shows up what we label a bad attitude, mm-hmm. get them out of there because they are poisoning the well. I had just one thought. And Go for it. And some of our clients right now, as you know, we do a thing called the uh, team charter. And mm-hmm. we ask a couple of questions. Question one, why does the team exist? We exist to. Second one is we aspire to become. Where, where are we headed to? What's yeah, our team? Desired outcome, where we want. And yeah. what's the team vision? The third thing is the team code of conduct. Exactly yeah. to your point, here are the behaviors that make points one and two happen. And if for some reason, and you, and you delineate what those are. And when people violate those, you, you pull them aside and say, look, you know, not sure what the motivation is, but we're talking about behavior again, you know, to re- retain the relationship. This behavior is, you know, counterproductive, contrary to why we exist and where we're going. I'm just saying, okay. Now, if people can hear that, that's awesome. If they can't hear it, you've done your part. I mean, right. you, you can't force them to hear it. 
Well, let's uh, let's do a deep dive here into some tips and tools for folks. Uh, you know, I think they're getting. Hey, attitude matters. Um, I, I will tell you, it matters even more for superstars. They're watching, and if we're if we're not addressing mm-hmm. a poor attitude, bad behavior on the on there, they're likely to say, I don't know if I want to keep working with this leader because so. And they're imminently marketable, <laughs> and they can go. And so you're left with a sort of mediocre talent uh, or yeah, poor think, attitude. Right? Absolutely, you got a boatload, and you're going to spiral downward. All right, so Lee, I think you've got some tools and tips here yes. for us. So. Why don't you start off, and I'll, I'll kind of comment on a few of the tips Absolutely. as we go along. First of all, you need to install or update your personal attitude indicator, and I've listed it as it 2.0. 2.0. <laughs> it's attitude 2.0, because you've got 1.0. That was yeah. installed at the factory, okay? Mm-hmm. That's your default. But I'm talking about the upgrade now. So be thinking about that. And uh, I, I want to hail on that one just real quick, and it links to your number two, but... I call this CYA. Mm-hmm. Um, this is cheap. <laughs> this is not cover your backside. It's a CYA. It's a CYA. This is uh, choose your attitude. And what I mean by that, and I say this to my kids all the time. Uh, one of my, you know, Philip, uh, my, my son, you know, just having a little bit of challenge with one of his coaches recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, Philip, I can't control what your coach does or does not do. Mm-hmm. What we can control is what is your attitude towards this situation. Oh, yes. Right. And this is great life lessons. And so I'll just tell you that for me, this personal indicator uh, 2.0, when I get up in the morning, this is a bit uh, hokey, but, you know, please understand it. <clears throat> I choose a word for the day. And sort of saying, hey, you know, today's going to be magnificent. Today's going to be, I'm going to be curious. I thought you, know, you were going to say Virginia Tech and yeah. said it was kind of hokey. No, but no, no. The, and like tomorrow, I'm doing a, a night session with some physicians. And my first means at 8 in the morning, I'll be going until 9 o'clock at night. Hello. I, I'm heading out on some vacation right after that. So it's going to be a very long day. So I'll probably wake up to energy. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, oh, boy, today's going to be a long, heavy day. Instead, I'm going to be at energy. Because you know what? I have the energy to get through that day, but mm-hmm. I might need to remind myself that this isn't a 13-hour day. This is, I'm going to have all this energy, and then I get a break the next day. Absolutely. I get vacation the next day. You can choose your attitude, and to that point, life is you know, uh, 10% what actually happens to you, because sometimes the big monster doesn't show up. Yeah. You think it's going to. It doesn't. And 90% how you react to it. And so I would just apply this to both individual leaders as well as the people that you're leading. You know the meeting you dread. Mm-hmm. Think about what you're doing. You're dreading the meeting. Your mm-hmm. attitude going into the meeting is dread. Yeah, dread. Judge dread. I'm bringing my laptop with me. I'm bringing the you know yeah. smartphone. Well, your people and your team are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so starting to teach them, hey, what's it mean to be? How will you be engaged this meeting? How will you be engaged this one on one? How are you engage with this particular client? It's about choosing your attitude. Lee calls that the uh, personal attitude indicator 2.0, yeah. CYA. All right, Lee, you got some other things Yes, here. well, the second thing is you take responsibility for piloting your own aircraft. Mm. You are the pilot. You are not on autopilot. If you live it on autopilot, you don't know where you're going to end up. Mm. Every person controls their own craft. Uh, we are no different. Um, and to, what you just touched on um, you know, focus on arriving in one piece versus being right, meaning focus on being effective. Your two leaders that had their impasse or had their conflict is an example of that. So, okay, I'm officious and I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm august and, you know, I'm entitled to do this. Well, it doesn't make any more effective. Now, you can have something negative happen or nasty happen, but it really is 
how you choose your attitude. So I want to maintain the relationship because that makes me for more effective. Now in the theater of the mind, if I wanted to be self-serving, I can, you know, and uh, convict the person they're they're you know they did this and they're bad over and over. Okay, gee, that's swell. What does it add? And it certainly doesn't make you any more effective. Hmm. Um, another one is devise and communicate an excellent flight plan, meaning that know what your plan is, file it with the team, make sure the administration knows it, and then follow it. Yeah. If you need to tweak it, great. Check in with the air traffic controller. Check in with the, the ground stations. Make sure that you know where you're going and that you're on course. Yeah, I, I label that two things. So um, one is clear expectations, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's taking the time to actually have the communication. Right? <laughs> so I've got some that they've got some clear expectations, but then they never meet with people. Yeah. You know, and so things so drift. Nothing, yeah. You know, so you drift a little off that, you know, yeah. attitude indicator. Hello. And so if we're not back sort of correcting, self-correcting and just modifying a little bit, now we end up in Omaha when we're aiming for Cleveland. Yeah. You know, that's well, a problem. So the pilot comes out and says, ladies and gentlemen, I've got some interesting news. Uh, we're making great time. We don't know where we're going. <laughs> right. Right. Um, another one is treat flight path corrections as valuable learning experiences because there are opportunities behind the problems. Yeah. And from previous shows, we talk a lot about after action reviews or mm-hmm. wrap up rounds. That's a great one. To, mm-hmm. You know, a non-threatening way to sort of course correct. So you're going to hit some turbulence every flight at some point or another. Every uh, pilot runs into it. Then you mentioned managing your personal energy in addition to managing your time, right? So you are going to mentally change your attitude, anticipate that long day, but don't let it affect you adversely. Mm -hmm. So that's a good thing. And then the other one is I mentioned earlier, remove any schadenfreude from the autopilot, meaning challenge the anti-culture. Don't just uh, tacitly accept negative or bad attitudes put your mental and you know boundary up your philosophical boundary and say i'm just not going to participate in that yeah. in fact as leaders you forfeit that yeah i call that a little bit of the no triangulization you know mm-hmm. it's not fair that you know for you to come talk about lee you know and uh lee if you've got jennifer that you want to talk about mm-hmm. I, I need to push you guys back and sort of say tell me what you got you guys Hello. got to deal with it right, right. don't bring me into this triangle yeah where it's just not fair it's tempting because it's it can be fun to gossip and talk People and all. Some seem to glom onto that, and I it's just counterproductive. And it drives energy up in the moment, right? You get a little endorphin hit. Mm-hmm. But then, as you walk away from the conversation and think about, would I want people talking about me that way? Mm-hmm. And does that other person think that I talk about people like that all the time? All great questions. There, there, there's all this extra like guilt and things like that, and so. Look, we're not saying don't uh, handle conflict, mm-hmm. but when it gets into this sh- Schadenfreude, how you say it? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Um, and it becomes this gossip. <laughs> Shit, <not> sh- <laughs> that was the Southwest, Southwest Virginia <laughs> accent trying to be German. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get out of the dreaded drama triangle, right? Mm-hmm. You're the one can create create it, so... I think you got another one or two left. So Absolutely. Make sure that you take time to compliment the flight crew <clears throat> mm. because you have a navigator and you have people taking care of your paying customers. You have a crew and a team of people. You are one person. And guess what? You're the pilot sitting in the chair and your attitude indicator really drives just about everybody else on that team, doesn't it? I'm sorry. I just can't resist with everything happening United yesterday. <laughs> dragging the guy off the plane. And you mean the, the friendly skies? The friendly skies and the tweet. The, the that were going around today. It was just like, yeah, wow. The picture didn't look too flattering. But my favorite was Southwest. It says, we we beat the competition, not our customers. Oh! 
<laughs> I was just like, whoa. But you can see yep. one attitude yep. that, that could have been so handled differently. Yeah. Let's not you know get into that too much, but millions of dollars of damage to the brand. Probably. Yeah. And well, and the people that are get, are delivering your paying customers the end product, make sure you take time to compliment the flight crew. Nice flight, guys. Smooth landing. Enjoyed it all. Service was great. You know what? I had a great experience. Thank you for the journey because you're not you're piloting that journey. They're helping you get there. Um, another big point and probably the biggest one is enjoy the ride and express it with an attitude of gratitude. Mm, I love that one. Hey, we'll probably pick up. We'll hit that one a little bit more after the break. Mm. Here's what I'd say about that. <clears throat> if you find yourself in a spot of, of stress, the way to get out of stress is to move to gratitude. Your brain can handle stress and gratitude at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when you're stressed, go mm-hmm. to some gratitude. I am grateful that you are here with us today. I hope you come back in two minutes to hear the wrap-up to the show. Talk to you in two. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. 
Welcome back. I'm here with Lee Huber today. Lee and I have been talking about attitude. And, uh, yes, sir. It's been fun. We were very much laughing at the breaker. We're just, you know, world events and things. That... World events, so to speak. <laughs> so um, we're, we're going to wrap up the show like we always do. We'll, we'll uh, do another minute or two of content here, and then we'll uh, give you some of our best tools and tips from the show today. Um, Lee, as um, if, if I was a listener out there, I think one of the things I'd be curious about is, you know, we, we've talked about a lot about the leader's attitude, but how do I deal with it when I've got just some problem employee that's got the attitude and, you know, let's say they're a reasonably good performer, you mm-hmm. know, back to our 10-10 mm-hmm. concept, you know, mm-hmm. maybe they're an eight, but their attitude's like a four. Mm-hmm. Practically, what do I go do? Well, we had asked this question, great question. Come behind the manager's closed door. Yeah. Go read our blog. See, you know, get, get to the other radio show, VoltageLeadership.com, okay? So here's what happens, okay, in my in my mind. Yeah, they're technically good, barring anything going on in that person's personal life. Sure. Because life happens, yeah, right? Sure. Should, should I do, never mind. I'm not going <laughs> Life happens. So is there something bad? Is your parent in the hospital or whatever? Something happens. But barring that and backing that out, have you been crystal clear with your guidance to that person? Mm. Have you been uh, setting absolutely crystal clear goals and ex- roles and expectations? Barring that, then it is a performance issue. Yeah. And then they're on a short list or a leash. You, you manage that person up or you're managing them out. Yeah, I, you know, I, kind of, I agree completely. I think it's 90 days up or out, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, attitude is very fixable. You know, I would also say be patient. Like, you know, if they if they are 90% good over a course of a week as they're starting to change mm-hmm. and they have one meeting that ticks them off, mm-hmm. right? You know, unless, unless they're not throwing things at people. <laughs> you know, it's going to take a couple months for people to sort of navigate this. Are these too. the ex-United Airlines employees yeah, you're talking exactly. about? Okay. <laughs> but it's going to take a couple months for people to overcome this too. So be reasonable. But it is setting expectations and look at them square in the eye and saying, yep. look, mm-hmm. you know, you may not think it's a big deal because you are hitting the numbers. Mm-hmm. You are messing up our culture. You're mm-hmm. messing up the feel of our team. Mm-hmm. This is our team charter that you're not living by. So, again, you know, I think another part of it is if you don't have that team charter, you don't have sort of the, what are the rules for being on this team, mm-hmm. it's never too late to start. You know, well, we can do it right now. That's a great point. You're hitting numbers. Yep. Therefore, you, we can tolerate all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And that people fall into that all the time. We work with clients all the time. Yeah. And you hear the words. You say, yeah, but they're such a great this or that. And they're knocking the ball out of the park. But they're being so difficult and their attitude is so terrible and they're poisoning the rest of the team. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, well. It's going to get worse, too, guys. I hate to tell you. Um, we've moved back into a spot where uh, employees have choices. Baby mm-hmm. boomers are retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's less people. Millennials, uh, many are not ready for some of the senior, mid to senior management jobs. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to get a little worse mm-hmm. um, for a while where you're going to feel like, I don't have options. I've, I've posted this job. I've looked. Yeah. Uh, all I can tell you is, you know, the, back to the analogy about, you know, one bad person can spoil the whole pot, right? And so, you know, it, it will be hard, but the clients that are successful and the ones that I've worked with say, I oh, they always say, I should have done it three to six months sooner. Mm-hmm. It is so much better. And mm-hmm. yes, we've dropped a touch on performance, but everyone else has picked it up. And we're excited again. Yes. And so that attitude is messing up for others. You're off autopilot and yeah. don't be there. And don't forget the rest of your crew is watching you, okay? Mm-hmm. You're up there in the flight deck and you're, you're, the, you're the pilot here, okay? And they're watching. It's like, does this, is this 
person or pilot know where they're going and are they communicating that? Do they get a, do they instill a sense of confidence? When you walk onto the airplane and you see the pilot sitting there and he's got a Mickey Mouse pin on his lapel and not too many gray hairs in his head, you're going, okay, okay, that's right. That stills lots of confidence, right? So there, there's an analogy there. It's like you're the leader. You're sitting in the pilot's chair. You want to instill that in your team, in your flight crew. I think it's great. Lee, you know, we're, uh, we're in the last part of the show here. What are some of the uh, key tools and tips that you want us to take away from today's show? Well, key takeaways. Um, first of all, understand that leaders drive attitude. Mm. And leaders with positive attitudes build trust. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that again. Leaders with positive attitudes on display build trust. Though people that get that, I mean, it sounds obvious, but I'm not so sure. Leaders that don't do that build distrust. Because people think, okay, why are you upset? Am I accepting undue ownership? And they have all these ulterior motives in mind. And it makes people recoil. Mm -hmm. So it is that simple. Another key takeaway is leaders with uh, good attitudes know how to utilize positive stress. Um, You know, we talk about different tools at Voltage about how to use positive stress, how to navigate what is to move the team forward, how not to get stuck in the background. Uh, so leaders who know it with good attitudes build positive stress as opposed to distress. Mm. Bad attitudes breeds distress. That's how it, that's how it works. So when you look at some of the, the tools that Voltages applies, I know we do the one with the ladder and all this kind of stuff, um, it's, it's how not to do that. Another takeaway in a, in a really clear one, a big one, is when you set clear goals you instill in your team a sense of purpose, a sense of mutual purpose. Mm -hmm. So if my attitude is good, I am leading the team. I am piloting this craft. You are my crew. We're going to get there, and I'm certain of it because I'm demonstrating my confidence, right? Confidence is contagious. Positive attitudes are contagious. Unfortunately, negativism and negative attitudes Schadenfreude are also contagious. So as the leader, we forfeit that ability and stay on this side of the ledger. I love it. Um, I think for me, uh, I'd want you to take away CYA, the, you know, the cover your, no, the, cover your, cover your assets. Yes. It's the, the choose your attitude. Like it's up to us. Uh, it's easily teachable to others on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's also setting that team charter and what are the roles and expectations? What are the rules of our engagement with each other? Yep. Whether that's a small project team, whether that's the team that you're always with, or if that's uh, you know redefining your values, make sure that everyone lives that. And I know that some of you are like, oh, Jeff, you know, we're not that big, and values seem to be big things. Right. I get it. You know, I, I understand. If that feels like too much to bite off right now, control your team. What is it about the group that you're working in Mm -hmm. that says, okay, what is our working relationship? How do we hold each other accountable? Clear on expectations. That is an excellent point. We've talked about this in Richmond and elsewhere. I'm going to be talking a bunch of different places uh, throughout 2017 and beyond. One of those points is I may not be able to influence the overarching big uh, circumference of the larger organization. Mm -hmm. So when a CEO stands up in front of a group of people, 500, 100, whatever it is, and says, you've got me, talk to me. The next thing you hear is crickets. Right. Now, I may not be able to influence the larger organization as people on my team. However, I can influence that team. The analogy is it's a wheel. These are spokes in the wheel. That person on my team is a spoke, and I want to make sure they have the right amount of tension, not too slack, so my contribution to the wheel runs nice and smooth. 
Nice and smooth, just like the show today. So smoothly. Perfectly smooth. Lee, thanks for being here today. Yes, sir. Uh, So next week, Lee and Jeff will be back together. We will be talking about uh, win and about influence and trust and all good things, right? Absolutely. Uh, And then two weeks, Lee is going to be flying. He's going to host the show. I will be actually on a cruise. Oh, well, you're cruising. And it's going to be about Lincoln on Leadership. Our 16th president of the United States had all kinds of challenges. So if you've had a difficult day at work, hmm, stay tuned. I love it. I love it. Uh, throughout the course of the week, we do get notes and things from you. Please continue that, and we'll give you a sense for how to reach out to us. The reason that's important is it helps give us ideas about guests, authors, etc., that you want to be able to talk to. Right. So just give you a preview. In a couple weeks, we've got some new authors coming on board. Right. Uh, the book I've been working on will be published in June, so oh, we'll yes, talk sir. about that. Round of applause. <clears throat> clap, clap, clap. Yes. Um, so... Uh, Go out to the Voltage Leadership uh, website. You can see our podcast as well. I mean, our radio shows as well as our um, blogs. Mm -hmm. Uh, During the week, if you want to give us a call, it's 540-798-1963. And then if you want to reach out, it's Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com or Lee at VoltageLeadership.com. And you can find us on LinkedIn at Jeff Smith or Lee Hubert, Voltage Leadership Consulting. We appreciate you joining us each and every week. Uh, If it's a Tuesday, it means it's a terrific Tuesday. The weather will be great. And we're always happy to have you aboard with us. Make it an awesome week. And Lee Lee and Jeff will be back with you again next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to VoltCast, Illuminating Leadership. Please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week. 